Hey y'all, welcome to the Moving with Millennials podcast with your favorite millennial realtors. We are four top producing agents in the DFW area and we are ready to share the good, bad, and the real life of real estate. Whether you're thinking about getting into real estate, already an agent, or just curious about what your agent really does, join us. Tune in every Wednesday to see what it's really like to be on this side of the transaction. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Moving with Millennials. Today we are talking about how we get paid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there ain't no day. Like, ain't no day like payday, yeah. right? Okay. You can't keep doing these little songs and dances when you're not yeah. willing to then post them on Instagram. Yeah. This oh, yeah, funny dance. Still, yeah, uh, the hoppity dance. I still owe you guys yeah. the hoppity dance. And I, yeah, I even called you out on Insta for it. I was like, she went missing that day on Insta. <laughs> she, she did. Was like, I'm not posting Radio any. silence. Yeah. I've been, you know, growing a human. <laughs> so I've been a little Well, bit. maybe Chandler the wants to feel you do the bunny hop too. too cute right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's not a very high hop either. It's like a, like yeah. a, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Maybe yeah. Yeah. I might, yeah, go into labor if I do that. Um, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to talk about like kind of the nitty gritty on how we get paid, um, both as a listing agent and a buyer's agent. This is, I think a great topic for agents who are people who are thinking about getting into real estate because they think we just make a bunch of money. Yeah, like right. everyone's like, you guys make so much. You're like so all lucky. the things. This market's amazing. Yeah, this yeah. market's great. Yeah. <laughs> we can go on. But like we want to give you guys kind of like the exact details on how we get paid um, and what we do with that money yeah. <laughs> sometimes. So let's start with um, – with okay, wait. After – wait, what am I – Okay. If well, let's just... ever bought – yeah, if you've ever bought a house as a buyer – <laughs> Can we start I can't over? Talk. I feel like yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, no, we are rolling with everything. Oh my god! So, like, if you bought a house, you know that your agent has never asked you to yeah, as a buyer. As a buyer. So, okay, pause. This, I'm just gonna give you two just a moment to to yeah. breathe. Do you guys need a we'll I'm we'll take like, over for a second. Okay. So okay. we're talking about commissions, obviously, and yeah. so we're mainly going to talk about on the buy side, primarily and majority, but first, we're going to talk about on the buy side. So if you've ever worked with an agent to purchase a property, you know that they have not asked you to pay their commission. Correct. I think that that's what the two yes. of you were trying to get to. <laughs> yes. We're yes. just a little off today, but the seller pays, typically pays both Both agents, the buyer's agent and the listing agent. Yes. Well, okay, let's back up even further on that. So as a listing agent, we get a listing. We go on a listing appointment. Uh We talk to the listing. We get the listing. We let them know. They ask us how much is the commission. So typically, which by the way, with NAR, National Association of Realtors, there's really not a standard like this is the percentage you have to charge or should charge or anything like that. Actually, as an agent, like commissions are like a big no-no topic to talk about um, because we can't, what's the word? We can't Uh, regulate. Yeah. So it's, it's an antitrust um, law that we cannot be breaking by setting a standard. So just know that your commission rate that you pay as a seller is always negotiable. Mm-hmm. Um, your agent can say, this is what I, what I charge for their service. Um, but you can negotiate it. The agent still has the right to stand firm and say, well, mm-hmm. I hear you, but I'm still standing firm on this. It's not that that's a, uh, a, a required amount for all realtors, it just means that that is what that agent specifically is requiring. We as agents can't band together and say that we all will definitely charge X yeah. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That would be breaking antitrust laws. And when you're on a listing appointment, I mean, the as a, um, a seller or even as an agent, like the goal is to figure out like what are they getting for that commission, right? Like showing their value. So as a listing agent, you want to show your value. If you're going to be charging, you know, 
some agents charge seven, eight percent, mm-hmm. which okay, great, but what are they getting extra for that commission? So um, make sure that you're you're obviously getting more service for for the dollar. Yes, right. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, it's just important to know that like you can always negotiate that, but your agent can also stand firm. I do think that there are also certain offices or brokerages can tell their agents you must charge this percentage. So if an agent tells you, again, not that this is a national average or this is what most agents charge, but if they tell you my office requires that I charge this percentage, that is not breaking any sort of antitrust law. That's just like a required, um, because when we'll talk about like, you know, where our money goes here and just like a little bit I mean that yeah. breakdown, but an office can require a certain amount. Yeah. And agents are, we are commission based and it does depend on what percentage depends on um, the home sales price. So how much we make depends on the sales price. Um, and I know some agents, I don't think any of us do, will also charge an additional flat fee or maybe admin expenses, things like that. There are some agents that do do that. Um, again, just something to talk to them about and what is it, why are they charging that extra additional income or For sure. Whatever, flat fee. Percentage. So, um, and then out of that, so typically, should we tell them what the typical amount is? No. So I, we can just say that it's the percent that you're, uh, that you're listing agent. So the percentage that the listing agent and the seller agree upon, they typically take that amount and they cut it in half. Right. And the buyer's agent receives half of it and the listing agent receives half of it. So whatever the amount you agree, it typically is split in half. Yes. Typically split in half, but there is a percentage that I think is a common courtesy for, I know our brokerage requires that we, um, as a listing agent, give at least a certain percentage to a buyer's agent. Correct. Um, We were just actually having this conversation on like splitting it and lowering a buyer's agent commission. And personally, from our brokerage and most agents can agree with this, we just don't feel like that's right, especially in this market with how many buyers agents are doing so much more work right now with showings and offers and everything else. Um, And it can really, I'm not saying that buyers agents pay, I know I don't really pay attention to the commission I'm going to make like right off the bat. Like I don't look at it and then determine if I'm going to show the house or not. Like that's not my goal. Um, Most and most buyers agents. I mean, they should, hopefully no buyer's agent does this, um, but most buyer's agents are going to show no matter what they're getting paid. Right. Um, but um, definitely are some agents where maybe they're a little bit more picky on the house or something else, knowing that they're going to make a lesser commission. And I know that sounds bad, but like, I mean, think about it, you working for who you're working for, right? Like, are you... I and mean, they come to you and tell you, hey, for this week, we only want you to work. Or we want you to work the same, but we're only going to pay you two thirds. Yeah, we're going to only pay yeah. you two thirds. Are you going to work as hard that week? Probably not. So it's just, I mean, it is what it is. And we work hard for our commissions. And um, Absolutely. And work. the amount of legal trouble that we keep you out of and protect mm-hmm. you from as agents um, is really important, you know, because we carry E&O insurance. But on top of that, we also know the disclosures and things like that to make sure that you're doing everything right so that really you're not sued either buy or sell and that we're not sued. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think that's a lot of it too, is that you have to really remember that we carry a lot of legal and a little, yeah, and yeah a legal responsibility in a way yeah. to make sure that we're getting you through the transaction in the right way. We do. And the <laughs> way I also see our commissions is like, we have a lot of fallout. Like we have a lot of, cause we only get paid 
closing. When the house, literally a buyer or seller closes. Like there are literally times where we have shown 20 houses, we get them under contract, we get all the way up to a week before closing, yep. and that buyer is not able to buy the house. And yeah. guess what? We don't make any money off that buyer. Yeah, that really so, and happening. sometimes they can't now buy a house for a few years. Correct. So yeah. now you've worked for eight weeks to get them into a home, no, and now you are, have done it for free. And this yeah. buyer that I was working with them for like six months. 10 offers we submitted before getting under contract. Which is probably how many houses you had to show. Oh, I don't even know. 40, 50 houses, maybe. At least. Um, And then a week before closing, financing um, falls through. So basically six months of free work. work. A free work. Didn't get paid. And and that happens. It happens, yeah. And so that's kind of why even the percentage we make or what what we make, it kind of counterbalances itself. Because then you have ones where you put a house on the market, it's got multiple offers, you get, you know, Mm -hmm. one weekend, it's smooth closing, 30 days later you get paid. Those are great, but that makes up for all the other ones that are not going to close and you spend a lot of time on or... Even though all the questions, I can tell you right now, I get so many questions from like past clients and um, upcoming clients, like just wanting me to help them and buy them and do things yeah, right. that don't ever turn into any other future right. business. But it's just, you know, I do that because it's part of my job. Right. right. I would exactly. also say too, like it makes some like a lot of the work now is on the buyer's agent side because we're talking about how many offers and things like that. There is still a lot of work on this on right. the listing agent side. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. it's not that like, okay, great. Well, I'm going to just negotiate a lower amount than my agent wants and they can still pay the buyer's agent the the full amount that they want to pay them and all the listing agent can just take less than they're used to well right the issue with that is the listing agent is still managing all those phone calls and questions to make sure that they get the best offer for you showings they're managing yeah mm-hmm. so making sure that all the showings are coming in they're marketing your property, paying for photography, they, you know, yeah. So just there's still a lot on the listing right. agent yeah. side that they are going. It's it's a lot of work, and especially if you're in one of those properties, yeah, it may sound easy that you're getting a dozen offers or more, but to be able to present those right. dozen offers does take a lot, a lot of work of to yeah. organize it's them. Very, yeah, it, it is a lot to get. I mean, it's those spreadsheets. Yes, oh, yeah, so the net well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and kind of like, I'm not saying, well, I feel like our profession is on the same scale as like an attorney or, you know, some like a doctor or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's a specialty to what we do, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so just like attorneys and doctors, you're not just paying us for the 30, 45 days you're working with us. You're paying for the experience behind that we bring to the table, right. the how many years we've been in real professionalism. estate, the professionalism, but also our experiences with, with dealing with certain um, situations, mm-hmm. you're paying for that as well. So right. it's a specialty. It's not like you're just buying a quick end service yeah. and then when you're done, we're done right. with you. And especially, you know, again, for buyers, you're not paying for any of it. You know, you're getting yeah. that service basically for free. You're getting right. all the benefits. As a seller, you're, you are paying those commissions, but again, you're getting an agent that will be accessible to you even after the transaction is closed sometimes yep. and the issues come up. Like that agent's not suddenly going to be like, oh, I already got paid. I am done yeah. answering those questions. <laughs> no. And most agents are not going to be that way. Yeah. You know, so we're still accessible. We're still here for questions and answers. And when you call us nine months later and you're like, where do I find that form that I needed for my taxes yeah. since I just closed? It's like, we're going to be able to help you and get that. So it's like you are getting more service right. than just transaction. that transaction period. Yeah. Well, that's why in our relationships with preferred vendors, I've had my clients yeah. call me be like, hey, we need a roofer. Yeah. Hey, we need this. Like, we're always on call after the transaction to help you seamlessly find people that we know, trust, and love, and use, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very rare to not, like, stay in touch with the yeah. – something always comes up after. Well, and that's why I always call myself or tell my, like, clients, like, I'm – 
I want to be your realtor for life, Forever. like yeah. your right. lifelong realtor. Like it's not like once I'm done with the transaction, you're done hearing from me. I'm going to be helping you with you. Now we're talking about protesting property taxes homesteads. and homesteads so and all that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad to look it up, yeah. evaluate and see how I can help you save money on your home. Um, I mean, it's not something like we're going to be selling or anything like that right. soon. So it's part of it. Um, and also keep in mind that the seller does typically pay the commission out of the sales pro, um, proceeds at closing. The way I kind of see this, though, is even though it does come off on the closing disclosure um, on the seller side, kind of the buyer's the one paying for it in reality. If you think about it, they're the one that's bringing the loan, that's bringing the money to close at that certain price. Mm -hmm. right? So if you really want to think about it, it deeply, I kind of think that the buyer's are paying for it because they're paying it kind of wrapped into that the price. Loan, right. Does that make sense? That does. And so, in a way. Mm -hmm. In a way, but yeah, I get it technically comes off of this closing disclosure side yeah. as well. Yeah. So, for do sure. you want to talk about how our commission then is broken down? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we get our commission on closing day. I think we've talked about that. But we have immediately put 25 to 30. I always put 30% in away in I do uh, one third, exactly. I yeah. just yeah. make it automatically does that. Just that way we have our taxes set aside because we we're not W-2. So yeah, that, and then after that, we have all of our office fees, um, admin, if you pay for marketing. If you mm -hmm. have a transaction coordinator yeah. or yeah. an assistant that helps, like you said, an admin. I have, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's instantly before that like as that money hits your bank account it's already leaving to pay for other things like yeah. almost immediately yeah. a, a, a good a, a portion of it a large portion of it really yeah. if you think about it when yeah. i go on a listing appointment and we talk about like commission gets brought up as an objective or something like that the way i explain it the percentage, the percentage that, that i make, make um <laughs> i immediately tell them <laughs> i immediately say um yeah the way that it's broken down is typically you know one third of it goes to the government pay I have to pay my taxes out of that the other um, one third of it goes towards my fees and um, my brokerage fees my expenses to get your house in the market my marketing expenses things like that the yeah. other one third of it is how I make a living right, right. so really ideally that's kind of what I'm making right so that one um, and then also the other objective like some people say oh well this agent you know they're gonna charge less yeah. and I'm like okay that's great but let's think about it this way so if me and this other agent are both 1099. He has to pay his, you know, taxes as well. Hopefully he pays his taxes. Mm -hmm. That means he's already doing one third of the commission is going to his mm -hmm. taxes. He's also hoping he makes money, correct? Like he wants to make a living. Where do you think he's going to cut on those commissions? Right. And it's right. probably going to be where like he marketing, like, is marketing your right. home. Yep. At a cheaper rate. So that's where he's cutting, you know, able to cut those um, commissions. So Ideally, it's really not in your benefit to right. cut commission. I like how you explain it. And the one third goes towards the government. That middle third is kind of what I want to dig into because we mentioned yeah. like office fees and we just had kind of like other fees. We pay a fee to use the app that, for us to schedule appointments. Mm -hmm. We pay a fee to be part of our MLS system. We pay a fees for our lock boxes that are on your front door to make sure that you have secure access only from agents. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like you said, marketing fees, photography, licensing, education, education. So there's a lot of fees that go in there. Like the signs so that go on your front door, uh, or I mean, on your front door. <laughs> that would be so yard. silly. In the yard. Um, open house signs if we have those. Yeah. There's a lot of overhead and expense that's carried with each transaction yeah. that people just don't really think about. But 
you really have to see us not as like an agent. We are a small business. Mm -hmm. And so we have all of that, you know, even like, again, like I pay a certain fee to make sure that my books are being run. It's like, that's part of the cost of my business, you know? So it's like, Mm -hmm. there are so many fees that we have to you like spend as a yeah. small business. I mean, as a small business with children, childcare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's just yeah. so many things yeah. that like that goes into us. That takes away from that third that we are seeing as a profit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I but, mean, yeah. those small business expenses really add up. I mean, you, yes. you brought up some of them, but even like email, so, website, marketing right. to market mm-hmm. ourselves, not just to market our listings, but right. to market ourselves, keep us relevant. To send out those email blasts. Yeah. 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 To send out those phone or the email blasts about your property to every single agent in the MLS. They Mm -hmm. are so fantastic. (laughs) Um, If you're an agent listening, keep me on that list. (laughs) Um, No. So, yeah, obviously, you know how I feel about those. But, you know, again, that's an expense. So, I feel like that middle third is what people, they don't really see that. Right. Um, They don't really understand what that, and we're calling it the middle third because, once you add all of that, it really is almost a third of our of yeah. our money is not all. I mean, sure. it really is a third of it that gets put towards I, all of that. Yeah, it's expensive. I, it is. Expensive. And I think buyers, um, they think we don't have marketing expenses because we're not like on the listing side, but gas oh, and tolls. Gosh, don't even get me started. Well, and there is a marketing Car expense when I am making some sort of like marketing material and I'm sending and that to yeah. every agent like uh-huh. and or marketing directly to a neighborhood saying like, hey, I've got a buyer in your neighborhood. Like. Hand for buyers, buyers, we do market for you when times are tough yeah. like this. I mean, it's yeah. like, oh, I yeah. I feel like I'm like, what's the little character? Please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not the, like begging for I people know. to sell their Please house sir, to you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And like, I've been fortunate to have some off-market transactions this year. And it's like, there was still a cost to acquire that transaction. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And if we broke it down, because I heard someone say this, like, we don't work Probably we don't work forty hours a week. We definitely work more than that. Mm-hmm. Probably sixty hours a week because if you're working like evenings and right. weekends and all that, our cost. If you were to break it down to an hourly uh, hourly salary, it's scary. Yes, it is. And so, but we still love it. Why? Yeah, right. <laughs> it is still great. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's the reality of like the commissions. And that's why we wanted to have a whole episode about this is it's not glamour, glitz and glam. We're making 100% of all the commission that you guys are, you know, Mm -hmm. that you see. Um, We definitely have business expenses, like Jake was saying, and we've been talking about. But um, yeah, so that's kind of how it works. Mm Yeah. Anything else in the commissions? No, I think that was good. And this is, I mean, primarily for other realtors. So I think. But it is good for people to to know the reality. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think for consumers to understand that, like, I feel like there's perception, like, selling Sunset, Million Dollar Listing, New York, LA, like, all those shows, whatever, make it look. And and honestly, those agents probably are, like, rolling in money because they're, like, you know, selling $50 million properties. (laughs) Like, so it's, like, of course, like, on that. Yeah, like pilots, right? So, yeah, um, so it's like, yes, and but they're also making money from a TV show, so it's like that's additional, um, stream of income for them. So, like, I feel like that has kind of like warped perception for what an average agent works. Mm -hmm. And I would even say, like, we're not even like average agents, like, we're all like Mm -hmm. high producing agents, Mm -hmm. and it's still there is a cost to doing business. Mm -hmm. I feel like people just don't really acknowledge that or get it. And if you're looking to get into real estate, I mean, you really do have to think of it, like you said, as a business. As a business. a business, like you are running your yourself as a business. And so like when you come in and you get into real estate, I know there's so many new agents that come in and 
first of all, they spend their commission before they even make it. Yeah. Mistake number one, do Red not light, ever light. yeah, spend your commission until after funding, not just closing day, funding. Um, but they come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make, you know, X amount on the um, sell the price. And I'm like, yeah, but you do know you need to set aside some money yeah. for X, taxes. Y, and Z. Ta- well, taxes, but also how are you going to take that money and turn it into more business, more business. for you yeah. in the future? Because right. mm-hmm. you don't just get paid and it's like, okay, like this is my, yeah. I'm going to go spend it all. Yeah, yeah you need money to make more money. I think it's important to tell these people who are coming into real estate, like your taxes don't count for two years. So like your small business as like, you can't apply for a loan for two years. Yeah. Later. Like, so you need to save that money as much as you can because Two years sure. later, you're going to want to be able to apply for right. loans. and Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like that's the most common uh, – one of the most common mistakes I see when I meet with, like, newer agents. One, they don't know how their taxes work as mm-hmm. a 1099. I'm yeah. like oh – they're like, oh, no, like, they're like, they think they just pay, like, once a year. Sometimes I've had one agent, they're like, they don't take it out of our paychecks. I'm like, no. oh, sweet baby oh, Jesus. Let's, no. let's walk over here. We're going to say a quick prayer, and then I'm going to walk it through this. Like, yeah. you know, so they don't either don't understand how their taxes work as a 1099 or – they're so excited to get in the business and I'm like, great. Like what is your business plan? Like what are your goals? What are your, how are you going to plan? Like, you know, like. Do you have money set aside now to get into business? And how, what are your four pillars of, you know, lead generation? Like how do you plan on getting like, and they have no concept of that. I'm like, you are a business. Every business has a mission statement, values, goals, um, how they're going to reach those goals, like all that. You should have that written Plan, down somewhere. Yeah, it is sure. your personal you know, business Bible. Get into mm-hmm. real estate and all of a sudden people are like, oh, I'm looking to buy, sell yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? Yeah. Great. Well, and well. with a brand new agent, you know, it's like your friends and family are going to know that you're brand new. Yeah. So it's like they're not always going to be the, your first people that want to work with you. They yeah. want to see you get your sea legs first. So. Yeah. 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 So that is commissions. So. 101. That's how we get paid. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Show me the money, if honey. If you have questions, message us on Instagram or comments and the stuff. Yeah. Just yeah. something that we'll be able to talk about with others mm-hmm. if they want to talk about it. Yeah. For sure. Okay. okay. We'll talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.